The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, where we uncover the truth, one guest at a time. For those who dare to seek, Veritas is the place where they shall find. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members. As always, you're keeping Veritas alive. Tonight, he is back. We are taking you back to the woo-woo world and the upcoming predictions by the webbot. By popular demand, Cliff High returns to Veritas to discuss the immediate future and what we can do about it. As usual, Cliff will not disappoint. By the way, you will notice how we switch from Skype to regular telephone line after we started getting disconnected. But then, we also started getting disconnected via telephone. What he and I could hear was not recorded. It was very strange, and as usual, the first disconnect had to do with the same topic that has gotten us disconnected in the past few shows. Cliff High will be with us shortly. And for next week, there has been a slight schedule change. Veritas steps into uncharted territory with our special guest, Nick Bryant, author of The Franklin Scandal, a story of power brokers, child abuse, and betrayal. I'm not going to include a preview here due to time constraints. But if you are brave enough to listen to the preview, 
go to our website and look at the upcoming shows and click on Nick Bryant's show. Listener discretion is advised. To listen to the complete version of this three-hour show and all our past and future shows, become a member. You will receive immediate access to all our inventory of shows, the Manticore Forum, and the Veritas Chatroom. Don't wait. Just head on over to our website, veritasshow.com, click on subscribe, and take Veritas with you. If you want a Veritas subscription but cannot afford one, and you are ready, willing, and fully capable to transcribe a show, instead of giving you the usual three months for a transcription, I will give you six months. But you have to contact us on or before April the 30th, and you need to be able to transcribe in a timely fashion. And for more information, this is the free subscription link of our website, veritasshow.com. And let me mention some of the upcoming guests so that you know how valuable your Veritas subscription is. Nick Bryant, Miara Isley, Dolores Cannon, Richard C. Hoagland, Jay Whitener, Joseph Farrell, and we're also working on getting David Icke, Jim Marsh, and many more. And I have two pieces of important and timely news to share with you. The first one comes from Richard Dolan, and it pertains to one of our past guests, Dr. Richard Souter. The headline is dated April 18, 2010, and reads, Dr. Richard Souter Arrested. Dr. Richard Souter, author of several books on secret underground bases, was arrested for peacefully protesting at a Minuteman III nuclear missile launch site near Parshall Minot Air Force Base. Attorney author and law professor Francis A. Boyle said, quote, People like Richard and others are some of the most principled people I've ever been fortunate enough to meet, and I believe they have a right to peaceful, nonviolent, prayerful demonstration against weapons of massive destruction and genocide. The future of humanity is at stake here, and Richard and those like Richard out there are trying to do something. Unquote. Dr. Sauter, an affiliate of the White Rose Movement, explains his protest in detail in his Minot Manifesto, North Dakota, April 2010. In his most recent book, The Richard Sauter Briefing, he describes the global situation and the immediate challenges for humanity. The central reality of these early 21st century times is the total certainty of imminent, massive, deep-rooted change in every sphere of reality that is meaningful to the human race, unquote. Earlier this year, Dr. Sauter also published Hidden in Plain Sight, Beyond the X-Files, which details his latest research into the existence of clandestine underground and undersea bases. Please support Richard and his quest for peaceful change. Report about him, his activities, and research, and circulate this message as widely as possible. Richard is being held without bail, and his court date is scheduled in 30 days. I hope Richard is freed very soon. I remember his last words during our show. He said to never use violence because that is the game the powers that be want us to play. Peaceful revolution is what he advocates. And as I'm preparing for this show, right at the last moment, I received an important message. It originates from David Sarita, another very desk guest. I don't want to sound as if I'm fear-mongering. But I respect David Sarita's research and deemed it important to share with you. The message has links at our forum with images for you to see and draw your own conclusions. 
In the meantime, let me summarize the key points. Quote, there is a huge solar sunspot activity coming towards us right now in less than a week. I have matched all of the recent earthquakes from American Samoa, tsunami, Haiti, Chile, and more to even less sunspot activity than is currently approaching us. Even more shocking, I have matched Hurricane Floyd, Katrina, and even the huge tsunami of December 26, 2004. He refers us to an image that's on our website of the sun 10 minutes before the 9.4 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake, which was an undersea megathrust earthquake that occurred on December 26, 2004. And uh, he also refers to a NASA solar camera showing the huge eruption on the sun 10 minutes before the 9.3 earthquake and also includes more images a few minutes later. The point is, the coming solar sunspot coming towards us is so massive, we may be in danger unless by using the power of the coast-to-coast AM millions audience. We can change this. Obviously, this message was intended for coast-to-coast, but we can also do our part here with very test listeners. Here's the image of the sun today. He's providing another image. Look at 10 a.m. position and see how bright and huge this energy is as the sun rotates counterclockwise once every 27 days. This massive energy will be directly facing Earth in five to seven days. Sincerely, David Sarita, unquote. If nothing happens, great. But should he not try to get our attention if this is possible and he's connecting the dots? I thought it was. For updates and more news, and believe me, there are plenty more. Visit the forum. My interaction with you does not end with Veritas. It only begins. We continue our discussion with members around the world. Will Israel attack Iran and start World War III? Will there be more earthquakes shaking the ground and volcanoes erupting the rest of the year? Will civil unrest take place with the implosion of the dollar? This and much more in almost three hours of Cliff High. If you want to believe, stop this audio now. If you want to know the possibilities, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. right here on the very test show is supplied by the independent artists from jamendo.com if you hear a song you like go over to our homepage verytestshow.com click on the guest look up the song and download it you can even buy the group's cds in many cases right there at jamendo.com Dr. Richard Sauter, and you are listening to Veritas. Tonight's guest does not need an introduction. His reputation precedes him. And everyone listening, I presume, knows who Cliff High is from HalfPassHuman.com. Well, hello, Cliff. Thanks for being on Veritas once again. How are you? Doing fine, Mel. Thank you very much for asking. My pleasure, as usual. Since January, I started thinking of you, Cliff, ever since the Haitian and other earthquakes and now the volcanoes. 
It seems earth changes are really occurring. Whether this is a natural phenomenon or perhaps man-made, we'll be exploring that tonight. But Cliff, every time I have you on the show, expectations rise. And, and with that, the number of questions. And since I'm simply a bridge between the audience and you, I want you to know, and to everybody listening, that uh, I will probably sound, and I'm going to be speaking faster than usual, and we'll get right to the point. I know that's the way you like it. So let's start with the questions, Cliff. <laughs> okay, guy. We'll, we'll just jump right through them there. Yeah. Exactly. So you won't have a problem with that. So you ready? Sure. I'm good to go anytime. I've got coffee here, so I'll, I'll uh, suck up some and, and we can start. Sure. Let's go for it. Does the Alta data indicate massive citizen Rex 84 internment camps roundup activity in the U.S.? And will the internment camps in the U.S. be activated? No, our data doesn't show that. Whether that's the plan or not is uh, appears to be immaterial, because if it's the plan, other events will certainly uh, overtake it and make it moot. Okay. Does the Alta data indicate massive release of prisoners across the U.S. after the dollar money system collapsed slash fails because of lack of money to purchase food for the prisoners? Will prisoners well, die in prison? For administrative costs, yes. It does, it does so indicate... And administrative costs in general are going to squeeze the whole system. You'll see the first component of it that will fail will be the uh, commercial prisons. Meaning the ones that are subcontracted? Subcontract- the, the totally corporate-owned, uh, exactly, subcontractors to various states and so forth. Uh, they live on a very small margin, <clears throat> excuse me, and that margin is going to basically disappear, and they'll, they'll be forced to shut down. To shut down, and are those prisoners going to be released, or are they going to be transferred to state and federal prisons? I imagine it's a combination of both. It'll never be quite so clear as they'll just open up the doors, but uh, there will be some uh, response by government as they attempt to control the situation. They'll have to take some of these people back. There will undoubtedly be a reshuffling. This is part of the same broader social movement that is leading to the total total legalization of drugs across the U.S., that we'll see because they'll have to decriminalize a whole class of, of uh, criminal activity at the moment just because the society can no longer afford to keep nearly 1.4% of the populace in jail. Starting with marijuana. I mean, we, we heard it today Correct. in the news. Correct. Now, the question is, is it going to come to a point where prisoners, the ones who would not be released, die in prison because there won't be enough money to feed them? We don't see that in our data specifically, so if it's going to come up, it would be in the, such chaotic circumstances that it wouldn't rise in visibility to the point where, where it would make the main news. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Now, from your website post entitled The Word, is the elusive word freedom? No, we, the word is not in, in, in our particular language. We're seeking a, it, it's called a word in the sense that it is uh, referred to as being sung. And uh, let, me, let me back up. In uh, examining L. Uh, um, Austin Waddell's work relative to the Sumerian language and cuneiform in general, which leads us to Phoenician, which has a branch that goes over to pre-Vedic Sanskrit, there are a couple of documents that have always intrigued me, and I've reread these in light of his input on how to act, accurately translate some of these words. Uh, such as Gilgamesh, you really need to reread that with his translation in mind as well, because it clearly goes into genetic engineering of the main participants. However, I digress. The word is actually referenced in a Sumerian text, or cuneiform text, 
who owned it, who wrote it is immaterial. It predates um, uh, oh, Hebrew by about 4,000 years and in a, um, a pre-Vedic Sanskrit. And what they refer to is a sound which could be sung by humans that disrupted the mind projection or frequency projection that placed a glamorous, bear in mind the word glamorous actually means magic, shield on human minds such that they would not recognize the, quote, visitors for what they really were and saw them in human form. This word is also capable of being created by what is described in two words as a bronze device. I don't think it means a bronze tuning fork. I don't think it means a bronze um, reed, uh, but I could be quite wrong on that. It appears to contain a specific frequency. So it's not in English. It's not, uh, you know, the name of God in any language or anything that we're aware of along those lines. And in one of the texts, it actually talks about, we can't write this down because if we do, they'll be sure and find it and tear up this, uh, this document. And so you're going to have to find it, but there is a specific frequency. And they, it actually talks about that in the Sanskrit, by the way. It talks about modulation, frequency, and amplitude. I'm, in very, those words. I'm very interested in the uh, frequencies, you know, 420, 428. Do you happen to know which, uh, which number uh, no, frequency-wise hurts twice? I have no, no idea. If I did, we could, you know, start actually playing with the device right. or with the, um, with the sound. The way it was described in one of the uh, ancillary pre-Vedic Sanskrit descriptions of a battle was that a particular group of individuals had been trained by this this uh, leader. It wasn't uh, described as a king or a rebel or anything. They just said the basically the headman. This group of individuals, which numbered nine, went out and sung the word from the top of a hill across a battlefield where there was some level of fog below. As the fog clears, they, there's a metaphor involved in this as well. The fog cleared from the minds of the their enemies who turned to face their leaders to discover they were big lizards, and they basically all said what the and turned on the lizards and hacked them to bits and then everybody sat down for lunch you mean reptilians correct <clears throat> huh you know speaking of uh, sumeria and the sumerian tablets do you ever follow Zechariah sitchin's work yes i do do you lend credence to to what he says about nibiru 2012 etc no okay now by the way cliff i will start using the phrase do you see and I really mean with that, does the Alta indicate? Okay? Sure, I understand. Do you see loss of electricity and water from commercial plants across the U.S. because of money collapse? Uh, yes, there as well as in the Terra entity. There will be shifts that are already occurring, and let's quickly reference the explosion in the oil rig there. Uh, there are shifts that are occurring subsurface that will cause water shortages because whole aquifers will disappear. This will be concurrent with what's going on. The uh, the oil rig, for instance, had the the one that just exploded, had just set a record of of drilling a hole down 35,000 feet into the planet, uh, the deepest deep well for this purpose ever, and of course then they blow up because the, all of their pressure gauges or pressure valves failed on the way up, so they encountered something of a tremendous pressure that just totally overwhelmed the ability of the tubing to contain it, and thus caused the explosion. So I'm thinking that hmm, maybe they were actually unlucky in timing and what they were attempting to achieve and drilling too deep in a time when they should not have. We've got the, the planet actually literally bulging 
in a scientifically measurable fashion, and it, and it relieves some of the bulging when that volcano blew. So something is clearly up at a lower level that uh, is also going to end up in our Terra entity. It ends up showing up as the aquifer is being... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.